This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We are estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven women that are killing it in life. And they deserve to be celebrated. So on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and then in between those interview episodes, we'll be doing segments where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars, and we'll be (laughs) chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s and just learning more about one another because that's what makes us more similar than different. Also, we're a lot of fun and we We have a super multicultural community and we kind of think that you might too. So why not talk all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Hell yes. Um, Also, (laughs) we'll be answering listener questions. So make sure to write to us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys. So let's jump into the show. Okay, so let's talk about some segments. This is my favorite segment, maybe, and it's called Milk with Your Dinner? (laughs) Milk? With Your Dinner? (laughs) And so this segment... Um, is really about um, being in, well, living in a multicultural world, but specifically having um, people that you love in your life that are from different cultural backgrounds than you, such as your lover, your partner, your best friend, uh, I don't know, just somebody that you really care about. And maybe growing up, you know, you saw some things such as, um, well, let's just jump into our example, right? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you guys all probably know the uh, Norman Rockwell paintings of the All-American family. And, you know, there's always big old glasses of milk on the table with their dinner. Ew. It's <laughs> just so weird. <laughs> I've never once in my life, I've never just been, hmm, I could really use a glass of milk. Never, never. My mom was lactose intolerant, but we never, I just never was a big milk drinker. Same. No one in my family was like you. It's something you used in your cereal, and that was it. Right. Maybe to dip cookies in, but you better not fill your whole glass. Right. Because my dad would totally call you out. I'm <laughs> like, you're wasting milk. The same, because you wouldn't actually drink it. You would just dip it. Right. right? Well, my um, partner of 12 years happens to be a white man. Love him so much, and he loves milk, and he does indeed drink glasses of milk. Does he drink them every day? Not every day, but he drinks... Like, with a meal? He'll have it? Or just maybe like not with a meal. Maybe with dessert. But, for example, like, oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Never in my life have I had oatmeal with milk, always with water. Yeah, same. Until I met him, turns out, oatmeal with milk. Um, asked my sister about this. Her husband's also a white man. And um, <laughs> she actually asked me, what's up with white guys loving warm milk? At night. <laughs> Does it, like, represent the teat? I, I don't understand it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But here's the thing, is that this isn't supposed to be a segment of, like, you know, racist things or anything along those yeah. lines. It's all mostly out of love. And more so, um, I think, cultural differences that you've actually quantified by asking around and saying, your white man do this? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'm white, and I'm with a white man, and he, I learned, because we were watching some movie from the 80s, and I was like, what is with these families in the 80s and 90s on TV, always drinking glasses of milk with their dinner, especially the kids? And he's like, I, that's how, like, it was when I was a kid, I would drink a glass of milk with dinner, and I was, my mind was blown. blown. Mind blown. Blown. It's weird. But he's also from Florida, so. Well, too, is, I, and I'm I know that Ireland. you don't think so for some reason, but I think that you being Jewish somehow is something, I think that this is, like, a straight-up white guy thing. Maybe, is he Irish? Yeah. They're Dutch. Nope, not quite the same as my man, but. <laughs> <laughs> but very white, you know? Very white, exactly. I think that that's, I don't know. And I know that you say that it's not, but like, you know, the whole kosher situation, maybe somewhere along the lines it has to do with that. Maybe that's why I naturally just don't like milk. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But, is, but I also just wonder, is it now... And this is only these two examples, but is it like a dude thing? Are parents like, oh, my growing boy needs milk? Oh, that's a great question. I wonder. Well, listeners, we need your input. I need to know, <laughs> is this something that either, that anybody else has dealt with? Is there anybody out there that, well, I know there's lots of y'all out there because I know all y'all bitches, but is there anybody <laughs> out there specifically who's kind of had this same situation? Maybe your partner is from some other different cultural background than you, and one they love milk, or two, is there's just something else <laughs> mighty suspicious that you never really thought was true, and now you're finding out, turns out, this is something that they do. Florida people do love orange juice. My husband <laughs> loves orange juice. <laughs> In case anyone was wondering. I don't know if that's the same thing, but Florida, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, we could maybe consider a separate <laughs> culture. Separate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, okay, so let's move on to our next segment. That's called I Didn't Know Then. But I'm older now. <laughs> Why was I wearing a zigzag part in my hair? There was an entire stencil kit for zigzag parts. Wait, let's explain what the segment is first. Okay, yeah. Okay, so the segment is about just terrible things that we used to do when we were younger. Beauty trends, maybe fashion, maybe some toxic exes. But at the time, you mm-hmm. swore was the shit. Yeah. Like, couldn't nobody tell you anything about it. And then... You got older. And you looked at photos and you were and like, you at what photos. the fuck? <laughs> and you're just like, well, yeah, why? why? Even The scary part is that it happens now, even sometimes looking at photos from like three or four years ago. That's what really scares me. Well, because a girl's got to take chances. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when you're taking chances, you have to have that mindset. Can't nobody tell me nothing until, you, <laughs> until somebody tells you something. Yeah, I know. And it's you, true. You what realize. were yours? Um, well, let's see, what was my best? Where should we start? Let's start, like, preteen. Let's start preteen. Okay, well, there was the time that I insisted on wearing, like, a rainbow belt on my head. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't rainbow, it was glitter. It was, like, glitter rainbow. But it was a belt? But it was a belt, and I I thought it'd be a cool headband. So I'd wear it either as, like, a headband, sometimes I'd wear kind of, like, as a... What's very cute. <laughs> like a it tribal isn't. band? Do you know? I mean, I thought that I was the shit until some older girl was like, are you wearing a belt on your head? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I am, older girl. <laughs> I was like, this bitch don't know nothing about fashion, obviously. Yes, I'm wearing a belt on my head. You know what? But Why am I laughing when bra strap headbands were a thing? Was it? You know? Oh, that was a thing. Yeah, I used to wear yes. bra strap headbands all the time. It was such yeah. a thing. So what's the difference between that and the belt? Well, the width. <laughs> oh to my start. god, so good. That is so good. I've never uh, very inventive. Do you know my older sister was way cooler than I was, and she didn't give a fuck. And she so wore she, belts. She wore belts on her head, and so I had one other person like on my side. Do you know what I mean? So it was like me and my sister Alex. I, versus all of the white people in our town. I was like, y'all know Yeah, we wear belts on our head. Fuck yes. Fuck off. This is the shit. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Yeah, and I love that you didn't back. care. That at an age where 
you're already conditioned to really care what, like, the other ki- kids think about you. You didn't right. care. Right. Well, well until mean, this older girl said something. I mean, but. until the older girl said something. But it's also worth saying, and I think that maybe I've spoken to you about this, is that I have a real fascination with, like, people who are the other. Mm-hmm. Because I grew up, and we were the only black family in town, so going yeah. out already, everything was different. Like, I would ha- come to school with my hair braided, and it was different. I would, yeah. you know, I spoke differently than the black people that they saw on TV, so that was different. So it was kind of just already used to just being like, y'all need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> because, like, this is just what it's gonna be. Don't ask questions. So that's why you're like, me wearing a belt on my head? Is yeah, yeah like- what do you know? Exactly. Yeah. This is what my people do. <laughs> Don't talk to me about it. And as far as I knew, my people was my sister, and she was also wearing a belt what? on her head. So, like, were your parents at any point like, "Why are you guys wearing belts on your head?" No, or, they liked it. They liked us being like creative, and I like people. that they supported that. That's they so did. sweet. I, I think mean, that's to like awesome. a point. Yeah, Do you know, to like point. belts are okay, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> collars weren't. Yeah, Do you remember that was a moment like dog oh. collars. Like of course, gifts. I was in the punk scene. In middle school and oh, high school. Oh, so, excuse me. Yeah, I didn't wear a dog <laughs> collar, but I did wear, like, the studded leather or, like, fake leather necklaces from Spencer's. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It's very edgy for middle school. Very edgy. Maybe inappropriate. I don't know, but... It might be a little bit. That's kind of what it maybe, means. Maybe a little bit inappropriate for That and then the eyeliner I'd wear Ooh. on my waterline, and then I would scrub it off before my dad and my stepmom came home. That was and how yeah. you knew it was inappropriate. And I remember my stepmom one day... It was more like, okay, you're too young to be wearing makeup, but she's also like, I was going through, I was wearing drawstring sweatpants every day with like a cool like band t-shirt or something, and she's like, what is the point even of you wearing eyeliner when you're wearing pajamas to school every day? But it was like a look, you know, it was my look. Yeah, I think too is, yeah, sometimes you just have a look and parents don't understand. They don't know that it's cool. I wore pajama pants sometimes to school because that was like, That was a thing. Wasn't allowed to do that. That's what I mean. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to either. Yeah. (laughs) That's naughty. Both of them worked, so when I got home from school, they weren't there, so I could do it. Right. Wait, so how they didn't see you leave? I think I would change when I got to school. Oh, change <laughs> out of regular clothes into back pajamas. into pajamas. Why? Back into pajamas. You thought I was cute. <laughs> My shitty looking eyebrows. <laughs> it's bad. Do you know, this is what this segment is all about. <laughs> but also, I like that we both strayed from the norm, and I, I don't know. I think that's cool for people who are, like, what, 11, 12, 13? Yeah, exactly. To not care? That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Because a few years prior, I was shaving my arms because someone told me my arms were hairy. Really? Yeah. And then I guess I got a couple years older, and I was like, I don't care. I'm wearing pajamas. Those hormones kicked in, huh? Yeah. You got angry. Yeah. (laughs) So angsty. Wearing PJs. Right? Exactly. She's (laughs) like, I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get undressed. Most girls would get, like, probably change into slutty clothes. Yes. Not me. (laughs) I'm just trying to be comfy. (laughs) But I think... so great. Yeah, I think that there's something cool about that. Oh, thanks, girl. I think so, too. I mean, because... uh, I think even cooler is that now it seems that the younger generation is, like, the weirder and the more different you are, the better. Which, to me, is what all of New York City is. It's full of a bunch of yeah, misfits cool to be weird. who, like, didn't fit in anywhere else, came here and met a bunch of other people who are fucking weird from other places. Yes. And it's embraced. And so you just kept getting weirder. I love, I know. I love <laughs> the it. best. I love it. <laughs> yes. I knew growing up this was where I needed to be. Yeah. I mean, I grew up super close, but still, I knew. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be with the weird people. Totally. Um, wait, what's another weird thing that, that we I didn't do. know then, but we're older now? Oh, um... Bra tenders. Yeah. Just wearing a good wearing bra a that good... fits you properly. Yes. Didn't wear one of those until I was in my late 20s. Really? What did yeah. you used to do? Buy bras at Target. Target? Not even Victoria's Secret. I was just like, Dude. can't afford that shit. I'm going to buy Target bras. Well, fair. I mean, I always had big boobs, and so I just was never mm-hmm. able to like fit into anything they didn't traditional. Fit. They didn't yeah, fit. well, that's it. <laughs> you just went <laughs> The bra I wore the day that I went to wasn't bra tenders. That wasn't the first place I went to. I went to Jernelle. Yes. I was so embarrassed because mm-hmm. she she fitted me. She measured me while I was still wearing my bra. She said to keep it on. It was disgusting. It was old. It was ratty. It didn't yeah. fit. It was, yeah. it was like stains. Yes. So gross. Yeah. I mean. She was so nice about it and non-judgmental. She's probably used to seeing it. Yeah. Right? She probably um, talked shit about me after, but. Well, I mean, she's probably like, there was another one. Like, these fucking ladies. <laughs> Saves another life. Right? Exactly. <laughs> um, but. We were saying this the other week. I know that I'll have made it when I 
can have like a thousand dollars in bras just like 11 11 days in a row worth of bras hundred dollars <laughs> all fit you well i'll fit well uh no stains no tears just right. all great Working towards that life. Was bra tenders the first time you got fitted properly? Bra tenders was... Okay, so... Bra tenders, by the way, is a store in New York City that sells amazing bras and other intimates. I think even swimsuits. Well, and they, and their specialty is just fitting you properly. Well, okay, so even more than that is bra tenders, they do all the undergarments for Broadway, for all of Broadway shows. Right, that's right. Yes, that's right. and so that's what really drew me to it because literally mm-hmm. I was saying this to Crystal, who is the woman that you should definitely speak to when you go. It's incredible. I was like, do you know, if y'all can make everything just stay on Queen Latifah when she's on the stage shaking it in Chicago and like nothing moves she goes yeah her legs didn't move either I was like you are the woman for me let's sit down and talk I need you in my life and so I talked my mom to bra tenders and she told everybody you gotta go to bra everybody who'd listen you gotta go to bra tenders so um ladies if you live in the greater New York State New York City area you've got to make an appointment at bra tenders the best part is it's this isn't a commercial for bra tenders also. They haven't even paid us anything, but they it's just know. one of those things that, like, every... You just have to know. Also, every woman deserves to have a, at least one bra her, that her, fits yes. actual... So even if you think you're wearing the right size, just go anyway, because you probably just go are. Anyway. Yeah, and they have everything. So I found out about bra tenders because a client came in who had... Who was, a, like, a really busty girl, but um, showed me pictures of her dress from this event, and the slit was down to her nipple. Her nipple. Her, her navel. I was like, wow. Her navel. Oh, my God. The cleavage was all the way down to her navel, but her boobs looked incredible. And I was like, girl, what's happening here? And she said, you got to go to bra tenders. So that is what like, began my journey. So they, can, they have all different sizes for every woman, and they have every style of undergarment that you could ever need for any occasion ever. And it sounds like I'm... Speaking in hyperbole, but I'm not. They're incredible. It's true. Also, when you wear a bra that fits properly, you look better. Yes. You look slimmer. Always. Or just, cur- or not even slimmer, but just your shape. accentuated, however, yeah. Can, yeah, your shape is just better. Exactly. It's, it's honestly, it's life-changing for me. For myself as well. Yes. I gotta go back there. Yeah. It's All the right. one thing, bras are the one thing that I will actually spend good money on. Yes. It's really important. A hundred percent. I also think we should be able to use them tax write-offs but that's another story oh that's very interesting do you want to explore that topic i don't know i just think that women i mean most of us do need a bra to feel comfortable throughout the day Mm -hmm. or we should just get some sort of tax (laughs) (laughs) something or like one free bra a year on the government right something just for like being just like hook assist up so these things right yeah. Not my fault. My boobs just keep getting bigger and saggier as the years go on. Right? Not my fault. Not, not my fault. <laughs> Didn't ask for them. Didn't. But yeah, it's life changing to have a good bra. <clears throat> At least one. At least one. Another um, didn't know then, but I'm older now. Is getting waxed. Actually, that's not true. I've always known that. But I encourage <laughs> the younger girls yeah. who don't know about getting waxed to learn about it. It's a game changer. Totally. And I always with uh, younger clients. Whenever they're like, oh, I just, you know, cost money. And I'm like, okay, how much is a wax? Just, there's just one night where you don't buy those few drinks. Right. Or not even, like, two drinks sometimes. Right. Yeah. Where you're going. Totally. And there's your wax. That's That was always my mentality, getting mm-hmm. waxed when I was, like, 19, 20. Mm. Because it was very important for me as a hairy Jewish girl. Yes, exactly. I mean, shaving just was never an option for me at mm-hmm. all. So it, mm-hmm. I just put it in the budget, though that I didn't have. I had no budget, but I would, like, yes. somehow... Scrap together $40 for a Brazilian. It was always worth it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. If shaving um, isn't working for you, get a wax. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell the people about the time that you bleed? <laughs> <laughs> what? Your neon, your neon mustache. Oh, another thing that should definitely die is bleaching your mustache. Yes. Unless you know how to do it right. I think I... I started bleaching my mustache when I was like 12, maybe. I was stealing my mom's Jolene bleaching cream. Mm-hmm. You all know Jolene. They still sell it at the drugstore. <laughs> I think it's like the only bleaching cream. <laughs> and I would leave it on extra long, like double the amount of time, because I just thought in my little 12-year-old head that it's going to work better. Mm-hmm. Except it just made me have a neon yellow mustache always. And I knew it, but I was like, this is better than a black mustache. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
I did that for a very long time. Yeah. And I would bleach it so often. I'm surprised I have any skin left oh on my, my upper God. lip. Didn't just like burn off from the bleach. It's so good. I mean, I I was just I think someone had said something to me. A kid, just like that one kid said something about my arms. I remember his first and last name, by the way. I won't call him out. <laughs> Don't. I mean, well, we can leave that out if you want. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe it was him who said something about my mustache. Someone. Might have yes. been my older brother, honestly. He used to talk uh, about my hairy legs before I was shaving. Oh, man. Make fun of me. But it's... I think there needs to be better communication with, like, moms and dads and their kid if the kid has a mustache. <laughs> well, I mean... And the kid is upset about it. And the kid is upset about it. It's true. I actually have a client who is uh, Italian, and she got, I think she said electrolysis when she was a kid. Mm, And she was like, this wasn't a thing. This wasn't a vanity thing. It was a self-esteem thing. Yeah. Because I had a mustache at, like, a full mustache at, like, 10 years old. Yeah. And it's not funny, but it's, like, it's funny now at at 33, but it's, like... I wax people for a living, and I have the sickest mustache right now. Mm -hmm. I just don't care. I wax at work. I wax at home. Just haven't taken care of it. Dude, you have no mustache. We talked about this. I swear. No, that was my nose hair. (laughs) My mustache is there. (laughs) But it just doesn't bother me the way that it did when I was that age. And I think that it's... I had a client once who, um, him and his husband had adopted a girl, Mm -hmm. a baby girl, and she was now like 10 or 11, and he's like, I noticed that she has a really dark mustache, and I'm not really sure what to do about it. I'm like, if she hasn't brought it up... Yeah. I say just don't say anything. Yeah. If she brings it up, though, be like, yeah, let's go wax. Or I said maybe bleach first. That's, yeah. like, properly. But then is that also the thing? Is it, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that's like. But I be, do But I do but think do. that if your kid is feeling insecure about something like that, that, yeah. I don't know, it's the right thing. Is it the right thing? You like said the other day, no matter what, your kid's going to need to be in therapy exactly, about something. Exactly, exactly. Let no it not be because you made them have a mustache. I know. I guess you're right. Do you wish that you, that your parents let you wax your mustache instead of just, like, allowing you to bleach it for so long? <laughs> yes, but I also get it. It's like you don't want your kid to do adult things. Yes. I get it. It yeah. opens up the door maybe sometimes for other, I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking now, I'm like, gosh, maybe maybe they thought I would go get my mustache waxed and it would lead to a bikini wax. Who knows? Right. I don't know. Right. And I guess a bikini wax is a little bit sexual, but it's not. And that's the thing, is it's that's not. Another that's thing. another thing. That's I wish I could have been allowed to. Right? Yeah, just how did wax you, my bikini line. How did you feel going, like, during the summer, going swimming and going into the ocean and things like so that? So embarrassed. Yeah. Well, what so was the protocol? They didn't let you get waxed until when? No, I didn't wax until I was living on my own. I moved out when really? I was 19, and that's when I started waxing. I mean, I'm sure I could have waxed a little before then. Well, but... But I was saving up my money to move to Brooklyn. <laughs> but it was also... didn't allow you to I guess even though you're 19 18 like you could do what you want like did you know that like your parents if they knew wouldn't they probably wouldn't have like wanted to know about it right I don't think but if it was just my bikini line I'm sure they would have understood yeah I'm gonna ask well what did you feel like when you were going when you were that age and you go swimming did you shave or you didn't do anything I can't even remember I'm sure that I shaved my bikini line because I had a lot of... I still, even after years of waxing, I still have hair that grows like all the way down my inner thigh. Mm. So I definitely... Hair has been... It's been a tough thing for me because then the hair in my head is like so thin. (laughs) It's been a hard life. But even, I remember, I didn't even know that I had so much hair in the back of my thighs until a friend told me in high school. You see? I was in a swimsuit. I didn't know. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I tell clients, if they, have, if they have their knees to their chest and I'm waxing their butthole, yeah. if they have hair in the back of their thighs, I let them know that. Yes. Because some people, I think you just... You just don't know. I didn't know then, but I'm older now. This is more <laughs> than I'm older now. That was beautiful. But that's what I mean. There's so many things like eyebrows. Like, you don't know until some... If you... I think that most people you really don't know until somebody tells you. I didn't know about my eyebrows until Christine Dow told me freshman year of college. What did she say? She saved my life. She was like, where are your eyebrows? She sat me down and she said, okay, Beth, I'm, this is when people called me Beth, and she said, I'm sick of looking at these McDonald's arches for eyebrows. <laughs> where is she now? You owe her a lot. I owe her so much. She's in New Jersey. She's Well, she was from L.A. She was way cooler than I was. She knew. So she knew. I was a little girl from the Catskills, who, that's what they did. You know what I mean? I know. I still probably, if I went home. 
Honestly, I'm impressed living up in the Catskills that you were doing anything to your eyebrows. The way I think of, like, people who live upstate, it's like, oh, no, you didn't even know you could do stuff. You know, I was always trying to get back here. I was like, these are not my people. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was like, (laughs) I'm so hard to fit in, even down to squeezing every last hair out of my face so I could, like, be, like, a New Yorker or whatever I thought that that meant. God, it was bad. But then, Christine Dow saved my life, and now look at me. Did she suggest that you grow them out? Yeah, she was like, you're going to grow out your eyebrows, and I'm going to show you how to fill them in so that you can grow them out and look like a normal person. Because meanwhile, let's say this, I was also at Parsons School of Design, which was the first time in my life that I ever saw, like, real wealth. Yeah. Ooh, whoops. <laughs> I'll leave it there. It's okay. Like, so I moved yeah. to New York City, and first of all, Parsons, uh, if you don't know, it's um, a famous but very expensive private design school. And it's very well known for fashion, right? And so mm-hmm. all of these kids are coming in with Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Prada, like just things that only existed in magazines. To me, I've never seen any of these things in real life, let alone like understood even what they cost. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Let alone That's understood. Sort of weird. Well, I just didn't even have any cons. It just didn't exist. I had no concept of that life. Right? It's like things don't exist until you see them. And I remember, this is why I made this joke to you the other day. This kid was like, oh my god, so-and-so thinks that he's so cool because his dad owns an island, but like, anybody can own an island for a couple mil these days. Oh. What? So that's where I was. From a town of 600 people in the Catskill Mountains of New York State, where there's like more cows than people to that. That, that... What did you feel? Were you like, this I, is crazy? Or no, I like, thought I was one of them. I was like, my people, yes, let's get into private jets. Not knowing, like, bitch, you're wearing Payless. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Rest in peace. No, no. Rest in R.I.P. Not knowing that I was in Payless with rainbow eyebrows. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Talk about a glow up. Talk about a glow up. Wow. And then people like Christine Dow was like, sit down. She helped She helped me. Yeah, she sounds great. She's great. She's out there in Jersey now, got kids. She's way cool, though. She yeah. sounds really cool that she even was like, babe, I can <laughs> tell you don't what's going on? fit in here. What's going on here? Need my help. What's going on here? But it was really cool because she was, I met Christine literally my first night in New York, and um, at the time I had like <laughs> a wet seal, like a wet seal bee that was like bling blinged out. A necklace. And so it was like the the letter B, but it was like jeweled, not jeweled, like not even Swarovski, like plastic gems. Rhinestones. Rhinestones, exactly, from Wet Seal. And like a one sleeve. (laughs) Do you remember that like one sleeve things were in the early 2000s? Yes. This was my New York City outfit. My first night. It sounds really cute. (laughs) 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 What kind of pants? Um, that's a great question. What kind of pants? Cargo they were pants. probably flares. <gasps> yeah. Flared cargos? Those were my fave. Uh, what kind of pants is a great question. I have no idea. Something disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> something. <laughs> I am picturing you right now. Like, something. What were those brands? Um, name any, like, mall brand. Oh, like, similar time. to Wet Seal? Yeah, or like, um... I don't know, that you'd buy at, like, Charlotte Russe. Yeah, Charlotte Russe. Oh, what was that other one? It was, like, um... Contempo Casuals. Contempo Casuals. Yes. There was... God, this one was so cheap, and I remember they <laughs> made a Yes, Russe 21. Not even that! But I do, yes, Russe 21, I think, is still around. No, there's no, no way. Gone. I mean, maybe... I've made that up in my head. I see it at thrift stores sometimes. Maybe that's why I think. That's hilarious. That doesn't mean anything. How was that thrift? First of all. 
How's it survived this long? Vintage. Just like straight plastic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like $2.99 plastic. I wish I could remember this other place. All I know is that th this other place, whatever they are, made a pair of jeans that were really flared and had a big dragon painted on the side. And I wanted them so yes. badly. Yes. I really yes. couldn't have them. Uh, um, Delia's? Nope. It was really cheap. Nope. No, cheap. Love those. Oh, Delia's and Alloy, I would get those catalogs and I would pretend, like, okay, if I, my parents let me spend $100, I what know. would I buy? I know. You did that too? Oh. I did Every that too. Every now and then I'd be allowed to buy something, but it wasn't often. Well, cargo I flares. Would, cargo flares. I would save my money for, like, $69 shoes. That was, like, it's so funny how, I don't know, when eight when all you have is $8, how, like, expensive everything seems. Working for like minimum wage or what have you. I was working at the Fashion Bug. What do you remember? Fashion Bug? Yes, yes. Oh, yes, fashion bug. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's where I worked. Oh my god, I love that. I worked at Annie Says. What's Annie Says? Annie Says is like a slightly more upscale TJ Maxx. <laughs> I don't know I've if they only exist in the tri state this. area, maybe. Maybe. I worked there in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, Slightly nicer it, TJ Because it was like, okay, I shouldn't really compare it. It was only clothing. Okay. Maybe shoes, maybe some accessories. I can't really remember, but okay. it was all discounted. Yes, but like department style. Yeah. Yes. And I remember there were some characters I worked with there. A couple older ladies that were really cool. <laughs> um, a couple young people. How old were cool. older, do you think, at the time? They were probably like 40s and 50s. Oh, and that, I, those are the people I... Those were the people I was drawn to at 17. I love Those that my work because friends. it's kind of the same. We're just like, yes, standing aunties. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But also, why didn't any of them help me with my eyebrows? They didn't know. That's true. Maybe they didn't know. Not to talk, oh, yeah, I don't want to talk true. down, you're from there. But you can I, talk down on Long Island, I, mean, I talk shit on it all the time. But then I slightly, I get a little defensive if other people. Like, that's what I'm saying, it's like I know so that you dumb. can make fun of it, but I don't want to like jump in. It's just no, a different, it's just, it's just different. It's like. Maybe this, they thought I looked good. Of course you did. <laughs> you wouldn't be walking around thinking you looked bad with those eyebrows, otherwise you would have grown them out. <laughs> they were so scary, they just weren't there, they were just like. <laughs> Two thin lines. Mm -hmm. No fronts. No fronts. Mm -mm. But it also just goes... It's it's just sad, though, how, like, as a young girl, you feel like you have to do these things, and meanwhile, you're doing it too much. <laughs> Tenfold. Well, okay, let's keep it real. Did your... Um, did any adult in your life say, don't touch your eyebrows, stop tweezing yes. your eyebrows? Yes. And you did not listen. I did not listen. Yes, the same to me. My <laughs> mother told me to not tweeze my eyebrows. Don't, she said, my mom actually once said, if you take one more hair out of your head, I'm taking those tweezers from you. And I was like, listen, old lady, this looks good. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Like, you don't know. You don't know. Because I used to be young. But I'm older now. <laughs> but that's the trend, I swear. I've worked on, I've met so many different women, some with really, really gorgeous eyebrows, some with not so gorgeous. The majority of us are not so gorgeous, had to like work towards getting really beautiful yeah. brows. But what you're working back towards is your natural brow that the other girls actually have because they didn't listen to their, they did listen to their moms. Yeah. They didn't touch their brows. And I'm like, was your mom so cool? Or did, were you just a good kid? I know. So I was told that I wasn't allowed to shave above my knee. Mm -hmm. I also have learned that this is a Jewish mom thing to say. Yeah. Because all the other Jewish gals I know, they're like, yeah, my mom told me to never shave above my knee. Right. What do you, did your mom ever tell you? I heard, I've heard girls, okay, this is hilarious. I've heard girls say, well, if you don't shave above your leg, like, you can't see the hair. It's just so fine. And then I remember once Kevin being like, why doesn't your friend shave her legs? They're so hairy. Oh <laughs> she really listened she, to her she, mom, She, like, she really, so like, believed that you couldn't see it. And it's like, no, bitch, we see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, my upper leg hair, I swear to you, is really fine. It's the only <laughs> fine hair in my body, so I don't wax or sh I do my inner thigh, because that's like pubic hair. Yeah. I'll have to show it to you. Okay, I'll just Now I'm really like, oh shit. Well, what, is, I was told what is your, never, what your partner saying? Kyle's never said anything. Yeah, that's good. He's never, I mean, there's a lot of hair in my body that he has to like keep track of, so maybe that's just like <laughs> one area that he's like, whatever. Right. Um, uh, that's really funny. He just is like, eh, I'll take that soft thigh hair. 
It's soft, yeah. Yes, yeah. Because my leg... This is what I don't get. I'll rub my leg on his, and he's like, oh, your legs are so spiky. And I'm like, you have so much hair. How do you feel it? Kevin said the same thing to me before. What is It's that? very strange. I think they're lying. Well... <laughs> I used to think that he was lying, but again, now that we're both having the same circumstance, I'm wondering. How do you feel, feel it through all thing. this hair? It must be, I don't know, it's strange. Maybe it's like the two hairs. Once <laughs> <laughs> they start to like chafe. Is there a, a scientist way. out there, someone out there who can confirm, confirm or deny if this is true? Um, but also, can you guys send in your weird beauty things that you did back in your preteen days or teenage days? Yes. Early 20s? I want to know more things that you didn't know then, but you're older now. Yeah, you're older now and you're like, why the fuck did I do that? Sharing is caring, really. Um, I could tell you guys about the time that I put red Kool-Aid in my hair. Best. Again, I should have listened to my mom, but I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) But I told you the really cool girl who was on my bus in elementary school, she used to dye her hair with Kool-Aid. Yeah. And I thought she looked, um, I mean, well, amazing. Yes. A, a child's I, eyes, I think, are quite different than an adult's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> I will tell you the reason I didn't do it, number one, was because I was like, I'm not even cool enough to do that, so I wouldn't have even tried. Oh, yeah? a lot of confidence. Girl, you know me by now. I just yeah. say, let's do it. You can't stop me, and we'll find out what happens after the fact. <laughs> Kool-Aid hair. Yeah, it was like Little, red, uh, little Mermaid Red. That's kind of cute. I mean, I thought that it was cute, but again, small town, voices carry. I would be out in the softball field playing in the Missy League, and I would, like, hear my mom talking to, like, the other moms about it. And then she'd be like, yeah, I tried to tell her no. She just went in the shower and did it. Kool-Aid hair, belt on your head. Kool-Aid hair. No eyebrows. Goddamn cat skills. I had no, I didn't care. You couldn't tell me. Nobody tell me nothing. I love that. I love that so much. I think it's honestly admirable. I need to hear... All right. Because I was trying... I don't know. There's definitely a time where I was (gasps) trying... Yeah. This is scary. Okay. I don't know if... Okay, there was a time where everyone was straightening their hair. Everyone. You had to have really straight hair. Are we talking early aughts? Yeah. Late 90s. Because I was in sixth grade. Okay. Pin straight. Jen Aniston, pin straight hair. Yes. I remember this moment. Very straight. I was not allowed to be using... Hot tools? A straightener. No. Why? Just was like, you're a kid. You don't need that stuff. Fair. So, but this is what happens, and I think there's a fine line when you tell your kid not to do stuff. Yes. You need to think of an alternative for them, otherwise they're going to think of it. Of course. So I started using an actual iron. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> there was a girl in my school who also did it. Oh she my told god, me. yes. So I that's very ironing. 70s of you, I, th- I think that's what they did in the 70s. I can't believe my hair didn't fall out. Wait, how often? What setting was I putting it on? I don't know, but I was doing it. How many times did you do it? A bunch. How did they not know? I think I would just put it up, like, put it in a bun or something. That's so funny. And sneaky. Well, yes, exactly. (laughs) Kids, that's what the thing is. Like, you're absolutely right. You can't say no. What a dumb thing. I don't blame you. You just wanted it. And it's my hair. Yeah, it was my I'm, hair, and I wanted to look like the other girls in school. Yeah. I already had, like, these insanely bushy brows that I wasn't allowed to touch. Yes. I Meanwhile, was, like, okay, not boobs. for nothing, dude, but your ironed hair, I bet, didn't look <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I, I thought it was a photos i'm sure because i was going to bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs and i'm yes. sure i was straightening it for that oh my goodness that's actually really admirable thanks because you just didn't, you just went for it i'm resourceful yeah very resourceful <laughs> and sneaky they never found out until now i don't they might have i can't remember did they say anything to you i mean i don't i, I blocked that out i gotta <laughs> out. I next time out. i go home i'll be like ahem everyone do you remember the times <laughs> where i was Ironing my, my hair. hair. Hey guys, nobody. I would love to see a picture of it. How long was your hair? There's so many questions. It wasn't long. No. So that makes it even scarier. Yes. How are you doing my it? hair? It was like a, more than chin length, but were you just higher doing than it? shoulder? Was your hair pulled out taut, or was it on some sort of surface? It was on a surface. What? And I would just. That's like, crazy. That's. Kids. But I like they said it's 70s. That makes it sound way cooler. I think, maybe I'm just making this up, but I think that maybe this might have been a thing. 
Okay, also, can you guys let us know if any of you did this? <laughs> did anybody? And if you did, yes. why? Was it that maybe you didn't have money to buy a flat iron, or your mom wouldn't let you, or you just were like, this is cool and alternative? Totally. I, yeah. I want to know. I'm I want to so know, curious. too. That's really interesting. I, I could have never, ever done that, ever. Well, especially because, mm-hmm. you know, in black culture, it's so funny because it's opposite. Like, we would have our hair chemically relaxed, and then yeah. you're working to put curls back into it or some sort of body right. back into it. So hot styling tools for so... It was just always... Girl, I just always walked around with, like, a little burn mark on my forehead Aww. for, like, Wait, for you, it was a part of life to, like, have your hair done and have to do these things yes, to your hair. Yes, exactly. Which is, Whereas, but you'd for me, it was like, oh, you're trying to grow up too fast. Well, it was... Girl, when I say I'd always had a burn mark on my forehead, because, like, you're too young to be sitting there curling your hair every morning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean... Also, there was three girls and one boy, and my mom worked and my dad worked, and so it was like, girl, it's either bun, a bun with a lot of gel, or like, maybe you're going to figure out how to curl your hair. But then, we found hot combs. We found electric hot combs, and that was great. What are hot combs? Oh, so hot combs are, um, oh my god, there's a great video that we're actually going to put up on it. So, hot combs, um, like old school, it's literally a metal comb that you put over a flame and it heats up and it heats up and it acts sort of the same way that a straightener does but because Ah. black people your hair is so much kinkier it comes all the way through your hair so it straightens it out like straight through when they actually make brushes like that now I've seen oh probably white dudes that's usually what they do no offense yeah you know what I mean they're like what are they doing let's you know do it again but for years and years I know it was idea. like that. It was bad hot combs, and even in old place, in old school places, I don't even remember what these are called. Like we in just, a salon, like in a salon, we just call them click clacks. But it's like a bunch of like basically, it's a curling iron, but it's two almost clamps. Like it's rounded, but you open it up so it clamps, so it's flattened on the inside, okay. and you actually heat it. Like there's an a round thing that just mm. stays hot. So instead of it being plugged in, like a curling iron stays plugged in. It's like a metal rod. You put it in there. You take it out and you spin it so that it like unheat. The, so it's not so so hot. And then you go like that and like press and roll. Huh. Yeah, I forgot what they're called. There's a proper name that's not just click clacks, but that's how I like. Is that still a thing it. in beauty salons? Yeah, hmm. it's not great for your hair. So I think that people have moved on. Yeah, for it the sounds most like it can fry or sounds burn. To me, ironing Exa- exactly seems yeah. which is why I'm like, oh, seventies. They probably used to do that. Yeah. So cool and interesting. I'm going to post with this episode, we'll post a picture because that great YouTube that you sent me that's like the British guy that's like, oh, here in, you know, the 1950s, women do da-da-da-da. Yes. But it's like for black women and they're showing like how they used oh, to can't do it. Yeah, see this. I'm going to post it. It's really cool. Um, speaking of heat and hair, one more thing. I had bangs in middle school. Oh my god. And so did this girl Jessica. I won't mention her last name, but she knows who she is. We we don't really talk, we'll sometimes talk on social media, but um, when our, you know, when it was hotter out and our bangs would get kind of frizzy or wavy from the humidity, we would dampen them in the school bathroom and uh-huh. then put the hand dryer on and just like with our hands kind of I remember this. Out. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. and it worked like a charm. Did it? But we thought it was the funniest thing ever. I guess we were the only ones with bangs, or the only ones with bangs who had wavy hair, so we actually Right, cared. you actually had to, like, curl them, and not, they this didn't just, like, thing. sit on sit on your forehead. Yes. yes. Oh my god, again, very resourceful. I remember this being a thing. Okay, so it was a thing. I thought we, like, invented it. No, I mean, I remember, <laughs> like, seeing the white girls doing this. Do you know what I mean? I did not wet my, we talked about this wet hair. Right. You're yes. like, no, 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 no. Yes. I was not going to wet my hair in the middle of I the was day. not, well, wet hair, okay, so let's go there. Yeah. It's <laughs> not that this. serious. But when I was a kid, I was so, like, girls come, white girls coming to school with wet hair was so fascinating to me because. Probably like you forgot something. <laughs> no, because like if you had, you, you just didn't let your hair air dry. Like in black culture, I can't speak for anybody, but for. For most of us, I would say, like, you just don't let your hair air dry because it's just so curly. Again, with, like, the chemical... There's just so much you have to do to get your hair to look correct. It isn't just, like, you wash it and you go. As a matter of fact, when I called my homegirl, Kim, who's Dominican and owns a salon, but the salon she owns isn't here in Williamsburg, so she does every ethnicity, I called and I was like, "Can can I make an appointment for a wash and set? Because that's what we call it. And she's like, yeah, of course we're gonna, like, set your hair. Like, yeah, we're going to do it. But, it, I don't know, it was yeah, just different. Yeah. It's like, it was a whole thing. So, 
when I would see white girls show up to school with their hair wet, it was so like fascinating. It wasn't even shocking. It was just so fat. I was just so interested in it because it's like, so it's just going to dry and it's going to look like that. Like, like what? And that's, <laughs> and your mom's okay with this? Like, <laughs> not that you leave with your hair wet. Right, you know what I mean? Not even that she yeah. let you leave with your hair wet, but just the fact that like you could, that it wasn't even an option. Yeah. That's how far removed from my life that this was. Just like having your hair Since dry like you that. have said this to me, I think about you anytime I leave my hair is a little damp still. Yeah. I'm like, people are going to notice. People. <laughs> lucky though that I can do that that I can like wash my hair and just go Mm -hmm. because regardless of your race your cultural background some people just cannot if you just have to do your hair yeah like some people it will look crazy I just have really thin hair doesn't Uh, do much whether I style it or not so it's like why do it I can curl my hair and five minutes later it's just like it never happened right well now that I'm saying this out loud also it's like imagine I guess I do. Just put the put it up in a bun. No, and you, I'm like, how? When was the last time I saw a woman, a grown woman, walking down the street with wet hair? Recently, I saw someone on the street. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a white lady thing. It happens. It is. Take a look around. You'll never see a black yeah. woman with wet hair ever on the street. No, I definitely never. I see white gals all the time on the train. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a thing. You're like, yeah, it's just, it was me. Which I'm always amazed by because yeah, sometimes mine will be damp. But some of them get on the train and it's like wet. It's like, do you still have conditioner in your hair, girl? Yeah, I'm like, like a deep conditioner. You were in a rush. You really jumped out. Like, I want to know your routine because you look pretty good and you just like... Maybe she just knows. But And so maybe... All right, so here's the other thing going along with things that I used to think was um, real. Was, you know, um, in movies where white women would pull their hair out of a bun and it just... They would do the shake. Oh, yeah. And the curls would just fall down and it was perfect. Part of me thought that that was the trick, and that's why they could just leave with wet hair, oh, because your, your hair would just like if only. always be like perfect in a bun. I thought a lot of things because of movies. I know. Yeah. Like drinking milk. At the like, table. Well, that was thing. an entire artist. I mean, she, <laughs> I was about to say Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Just painted America and made us all think the way that, well, I don't know. I thought that anyway. I do want to know, I need to look more into the milk thing too. Mm-hmm. I just want to know, is it like a money thing that my dad would never suggest, like have a glass of milk with your meal? Like where does this fall on the spectrum? Is this a cultural thing or is this an economic thing? Yeah. Yes. Interesting. All right. Okay, now it's time for a segment called Ode to a Beauty Trend That We Can't Wait to Die. (laughs) And this week we are writing an ode to overlined lips. Hmm. Overlined lips. The second I hear the words overlined lips, I think of Alexis Vogel, who is apparently a celebrity makeup artist. She used to have those infomercials in the late 90s, or maybe early 2000s. Does anyone out there remember this? I don't remember this. She's already asked me, and I don't know who this woman <laughs> is, so somebody's got to let us know if she, there, there know is who spe- she is. A very specific makeup look. It was very, like, Pamela Anderson of the late 90s. Does that at all make, like, It makes sense, sense because I'm seeing, over, I'm seeing a hard liner. Yeah. This ode is to 2018, 2019's... The current day overlined lip. The current day overlined lip. Where did you start? Maybe on Kim Kardashian, but somehow you made it to my girl Beyonce. And all I have to say, overlined lip, is it's time for you to die. (laughs) Because I can't. There's nothing wrong with a good dick-sucking lip. We love a good dick-sucking lip. We love a good dick-sucking lip. So it's not... Nothing against that. It's just time for it to die, and I think that 2020 is the year for it to go. Yeah, don't don't be pulling an Alexis Vogel look. No, it's just not necessary. Even if you soften that liner, it's still just (laughs) keep it on your lips. I can't. 
It's done. It just looks like lips were overlined. It just looks li like lips that were overlined. Exactly. It looks crazy. Yeah. Can't keep telling my boyfriend what's wrong with that lady's face when he's like, what's wrong with her mouth? <laughs> it's overlined lips, honey. I'm trying to tell the ladies to stop doing it. It's bad. So, guys, um, please write to us. Tell us about the beauty trends that you hope to die. Or tell us if you agree with us on the overlined lips. You can write to us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. And also, don't forget to send any of your stories for our segments like milk with your dinner. If you have any strange, funny, questionable cultural differences within your multicultural relationship, we would love to hear about it. Also, send us any of your stories for our segment, I didn't know then, but I'm older now. And that's any beauty, life, fashion, career mistake that you've made in the past. Swore it was the shit until we got older, wiser, more stylish. Your friends stepped in. Whatever. Girls, we want to hear. And guys. Please write to us. Please write to us. And then just any skincare, beauty, hair, life, business, whatever question. We know a lot of really smart girls. So we want to pull them in and answer any questions for you that we can't answer ourselves. So be sure to write us. Last time, it's truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week. See you next time. Bye. Also, if you live locally, come visit us at the studio. Yeah, come hang out with us. We do skincare, lashes, brows, intimate waxing. We're just as fun in person as we are here. I hope that we we're fun here. I think we're more fun. We're probably more fun. <laughs> but make an appointment. You can't just show up here. Yeah, don't just show up. You can There's make literally a sign that says, don't you just need show an appointment. up. Yes. You can visit us and make your appointment at www.truebeautybrooklyn.com. And uh, feel free to follow us on Instagram at truebeautybrooklyn. And tell your mama, tell your sister, tell your cousin, tell your auntie. We love aunties. Aunties, we love them. Um, tell them about the show if you liked it. Also, if you want, you could rate and review us. But only do it if you loved us. If you didn't like us, we'll never see you again. And that's fine. Probably wouldn't have made it this far. Probably wouldn't have made it this far. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't like us at this point, fuck you. <laughs> True. But everybody else, we love you guys. And we really want to hear from you. So please write us. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Talk to you later. See you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.